Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Trash for Brains, a podcast where we needlessly nitpick a moving of our or your choice. I'm your host, Phil Kinney, and with me as always is Stephen Wallowich. That's right. What's up, homie? Same shit, different day. What's up with you? <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. You know Bring the answer to this shit. Look, I can ask whatever I want. <laughs> I don't know why there's gotta be this hostility all of a sudden, right out the goddamn gate. I'm sorry, man. I'm just hostile. Yeah, this is mean as shit. Just don't run a hostel. How about that? What movie are we doing? We are doing Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, 1988. 1988. Directed there, by Dwight H. Little. That H is real. We're gonna that's put a that real ass H, dude. Yeah. Is it Howard? Could you be know? Hewitt. It could be fucking Huey. <laughs> Huey. Yeah. yeah, We don't know what the H is. We can research it, but we're not. He does a have like he's a journeyman of of a director so like he's kind of all over the place i think place. he did a lot of more tv yeah, a lot of this. a lot of tv shit which is understandable not a lot of movies that i kind of re- that i recognize so i've never heard of dwight h little neither have i to be i mean honest. i've seen this movie forever but i was never like wow who's the director of this let's go uh this movie has like fucking five or six writers on it which what is this, a Beyonce song? Uh, dude, this movie this movie could have done with one decent writer. Because it is not very good. Well, The writing in this movie is not great. I, I would like to believe that I read somewhere that like John Carpenter had a hand in this. And then it went to shit and he was like, I'm out. Yeah, it's just the dialogue in this movie is bad. The, Real the, bad. Except look, for fucking Donald Pleasant shit. Like, Loomis is the only like good character in this movie. I would like to say that four and five starts the real decline of Donald Loomis's fucking sanity. Well, yeah, he's starting to go crazy. Okay, for I called sure. him Donald Loomis, so that's Donald Pleasant. <laughs> so I already fucked that shit up. I knew what you meant. Yeah, hopefully y'all did too. Good but, God. Yes, it starts like Halloween one and two. Two really had to decline starting, but he, this one kind of like adds to it. Two is incredibly watchable. This one, it's watchable, but it, it's mediocre, man. Like, it's it's really... I mean, from my viewpoint, Halloween 1 is my favorite, which probably should be for everybody. But out of all 92 entries of the Halloween series, <laughs> Halloween 4 is, like, my second favorite for the stupidity. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, right. Halloween 1 was great. <laughs> the Halloween 4, the stupidity... Like I said, like, this is, it. Like, this is watchable. Like, it's not... It's not as bad as the series gets for sure. Like oh, not no. even, not even close. It's not till five that it starts getting stupid. This was like this. this was a solid attempt at a Halloween and movie. bringing Michael back. Yeah, like because all Michael had in three was a TV infomercial where they tried to play off Halloween as a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, that's my second favorite Halloween. Halloween three? No, just that moment in Halloween three. Oh uh, yeah, that's my second favorite. Like, wow, just like, that commercial in the movie, five second commercial. So no, Halloween three is my third favorite for sure. I mean, it would have been better if the infomercial infomercial was sold by uh, what's that guy? Billy Mays. Like, Billy Mays here. Billy Mays here. You ready for some Halloween? Yeah. But wait, there's more. You know, like okay, what more? What? Do you see his knife technique? That's what I'm going to be teaching you today, okay? (laughs) 
Yeah, he'd be teaching a knife technique of cutting up cocaine. What killed his ass? Wait, did Michael use a knife in this movie at all? Yes. <laughs> when? Uh, he used it a few times. Did he kill someone with a knife? Yes. When? We'll get to that. But he definitely used the knife in this movie. I mean, I guess to kill it. someone. Yeah. The back of the truck. I mean, obviously. A okay. Okay. Yeah. Forty-five yeah, okay. seconds later. Okay. But he had a knife multiple times in this movie. <laughs> That's the only time he killed someone with a knife in this movie. Well, he did his normal shit where he misses. Where did he get this knife, dude? I have no fucking clue. We didn't see it. That is a valid question. Fucking deleted scene. <laughs> yeah, deleted scenes. He picks it up. <laughs> well, why don't you start us off, man? Um, well, it starts off on a cold, rainy <laughs> October thirtieth, nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. No, you got to be all dramatic about it. <laughs> but and. Oh, funny scene about this. When the ambulance is pulling up, you know who the female uh, paramedic or whoever the fuck she is? You know no. who that is? Who? Miss Randall from Silent Night. Really? Yes. Holy shit. Like, oh shit. Oh shit, yeah. Like, yeah, just like, wait, wait a that's goddamn That's fucking minute. great. Yeah, that's awesome. But they roll up to, what is it, Ridgemont Sanitarium? First of all, can I just say, they really put the budget to work with this scene where the ambulance pulling up. It's just, a, it's just a rocking ambulance with a sprinkler spraying on it. <laughs> Notice that shit. Hey, that was a rain cloud. Let's just oh go with God, it. Oh, my God, dude. But it was a great sprinkler rain cloud. Right when I saw that, I was like, oh, God. I'm, like, I'm in for a fucking treat with this fucking movie. But what, like, they, they get to Ridgemont Sanitarium because mm. obviously Michael's been laying there. Why he still got bandages on his goddamn fucking head from 10 years of fucking burn damage. He's a fucking invalid, dude. Like, they went to cut the bandages off before 10 years? Nah, fuck him. Like, okay. But they, you know, the ambulance people show up. I don't even know their names. I don't no even idea. think they give them. Doesn't matter. And it's such a shitty fucking setup. It's not good, man. No, you got the creepy security guard that... He, I like this guy. I do like this guy. I mean, I like him. He's but, animated. He's setting a good like tone for it. But I the way he like goes him. about it, he's like, wow, this guy gives me the heebie-jeebies or whatever. And it's like... He does have like a fun line where the dude, you know, one of the... I don't know. I guess he's an EMT, the guy. Or yeah. he's a doctor. I don't know. He's like... He's hearing... He hears a scream. And he's like, oh, Jesus. And the fucking uh, security guard's like, hey, Jesus doesn't have anything to do with this place. But the thing about a That's security a good guard... Line. It's a good line, but he gives that whole spell about Michael, and he gives him the, like I said, heebie-jeebies. I don't know if that's what he said, Yeah, but same fucking shit. Dude's been in a comatose state for 10 years. What has he done? Yeah. He, he hasn't been walking around. He hasn't been doing shit. He's done nothing. Yeah, it's the myth of him from He's 10 basically years just, ago. Vegetable. Yeah. He's really practicing the idiot part of his savant. <laughs> that's what he's doing. Yeah, man, he he has to come up with his next ridiculous plan, and it takes him ten years. No, it takes him two goddamn minutes, not even because. How do you know he hasn't been thinking about this thing the whole time? He ain't been thinking about shit. I mean, if he has been thinking about it, it's not a very good plan. I mean, well, here's the thing: if he was thinking, his plan is Lori Strode. Also, like, so he he doesn't know that. Um, he don't know Jamie was. Yeah, born. he doesn't know Jamie even exists until. And how old is Jamie? Nine. Something like that. Ten tops. I have no So idea. technically, Lori Strode had her fucking shit in 78, and then a year later, she got digged up and had a kid. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if we're going off this random timeline here, but it, it's not till they get him out of the sanitarium with, what's that, Dr. Hoffman, I think Hold was on. his name, who was just a dickhead. Back up. 
You can't say that that's out of character for Laurie Strode. I mean, she was ready to fuck that EMT in Halloween 2. And she had just been through some shit. So now we're saying she's a whore. Yeah. Well, no, she's not a whore. She's just ready to get it on. She's like, look, she's I been about through died. A, yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She's I'm been, getting a dick before I die. She's I need, been through some shit. She's trying to lose that V card. Yeah, well, she lost it. I don't blame her. According to this movie, she lost it. Yeah, she had an adorable child. Yeah. Look, I'll be honest. Danielle Harris, I mean, 88, I was eight years old. She was like maybe 10 years old. Yeah. Yes. I'd have been like, what's up, girl? How you doing? A little eight-year-old Steve be like, you want to come over and play? <laughs> I mean, hold on. That's not what I was saying, but I understand. She's an adorable little girl. I guess you. I'm answer. saying I was the same age back then. No, no, no. Yeah, I know She's what you're saying. She's still my same age I now. know what you're saying. I know what you're she saying. She still looks good. Yeah. I'll give her that. She was in... The- I'm just saying, like, she's an adorable kid. She does a really good job in this movie. And the fact is, she was never really scared in the filmmaking of this, like most child yeah. actors. But anyway, we'll go back to the goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let's leave like, your fucking weird fantasies that you're having about Daniel Harris. It's not my fate. I was eight years old and she was like eight, nine. You heard, whatever. It, you heard it here, folks. That's not, that's not weird. Steve has a weird. No, I'm just kidding. She's, she's a hot lady now. Yeah. You know, at least it's not like I'm a grown ass man. Like, wow, little eight year old was hot. <laughs> Guess what? I thought she looked good when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> I thought damn, that's what cute. you were trying to make me out to be saying. I was like, no, oh, she's just. A cute little kid. You're the guy that tries to make Michael Myers to be this like pedophile. And he is a pedophile. He has never had sex, and maybe if he did, he'd stop this shit. He totally has sex. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not getting into that. We'll play this game. But they they take Michael away from Ridgemont. Yeah, put him in an ambulance. Yeah, and they roll down the road, and it wasn't until like in his mind, in his little comatose state. He, if he was plotting anything, it was all about Lori. It wasn't until these doctors talk about fucking Jamie. Yeah. Oh, he's got a niece. Okay. Nobody else knew about this shit, but all of a sudden, y'all do. I don't even know why they know. Too much info. It's part of the script, I guess. Like, because in Halloween 2, like, his file is, like, kind of, like, under lock and key. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the fact that they come from Smith's Grove Sanitarium, because that's the patch they have. And when they get in there, ooh, I don't want to be back in this place. This place scares me. You work at a fucking sanitarium. Like, (laughs) like, hold on, man. What, is your sanitarium for, like, the the nice, calm people? Yeah, I don't know. But they get on the road. They talk about Jamie. Michael magically wakes the fuck up and balls his fist. Yeah, this movie kicks off quick, dude. Yeah, and makes the male fucking... He sticks his thumb into his brain. Nurse. Yeah, bowling balls his ass. Yeah, just fucking thumb into brain. And then we don't see nobody else get murdered. Nah, nothing else. Like, and then, you know, it brings us to, like, you know, Jamie sitting there praying on the couch and shit like that or whatever talking. This is a... It's a dream scene. Well, no, that's not a dream scene. Her on the couch isn't part of that dream, I don't think. I think the whole thing's a dream scene. She has, maybe, you could be right, but... She has like this weird psychic connection to Michael, clearly. Somewhat. For sure, she yeah. does. Like, there's there, no, there's no question. Like, she has some kind of weird psychic connection with her uncle. But we'll, we'll go over this scene and then I'll say why it's a dream scene because she's on the couch with the dog. And I want to say the dog's name was Sunday. Yeah. And then, you know, Rachel shows up and talks to her. She's like, it's four in the morning. You're in a little insomniac fucking kid. Sure. All this shit. 
go to sleep. We'll have French toast in the morning. Yay, sarah, sarah. And then she goes to the closet. When she goes to close it, goes back to the bed, does her praying, closet door opens. Yeah. All that bullshit. I guess you're right. It's just like... No, the reason I say it's a dream scene is because when it's said and done, and, you know, the closet door, I think it opens twice. No, all that for sure is. I just didn't think that first part was, but I guess you're right. I think it all is because... I think you're right. You yeah. think about it. It's like the ambulance is outside the fucking rainy window. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they turn their head, they come back, and it's gone. Like Batman and the goddamn bat signal and Commissioner Gordon talking to him and the Commissioner Gordon talking and he looks back and Batman's not there no more. That's what fucking Michael Myers is. 100%. Like he knows. No, like I agree. Like everything in her bedroom for sure is. I just, for some reason, I just didn't think that first part was, but you're probably right. Because actually. when she starts screaming, because well, yeah, Michael goes from sitting up by the bedside to being outside her bedroom door. Yeah. And oh, then and when by the, the way, why, she's in the closet hugging the fucking shoebox and pictures. Fucking, the first time we see Michael Myers, why is he looking like a fucking party city version of himself? Like, what the fuck is this shit? Maybe he showed up ready to party. He looks like trash. Yeah. <laughs> he looks terrible. This, this mask is one of the horrible. It's the it's worst. Worst mask of the whole fucking series. Like, who comes up with this shit? Also, did they put shoulder pads in this motherfucker's jumpsuit? <laughs> Like what the fuck? He looks in. He doesn't look like a person throughout this entire movie. It's not as bad as he looks like. He looks like a stuffed version of himself, like a stuffed animal version of himself. They try too hard. He looks like a Michael Myers plushie. That's what I'm trying to say. Maybe the guy was a stuntman and he needed extra padding for. It looks crazy. The not falls that he was taking in this movie because he didn't take (laughs) shit for falls. Hell no. But that. Like, to me, it was a dream scene. No, I think you're right, actually. Because when the parents got her from screaming, she was hugging a shoebox. No, no, no. I agree with all that. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, it's the morning time. Like... Breakfast, baby. We get it. And Rachel don't want to eat, because why? She's on a fucking diet, homie. She don't want to be a fucking... She ain't trying to be a pig. Or pig, whatever the fuck. I think she says oinker. I don't fucking know. Yeah, Yeah, she says an oinker of a daughter. And she eats, like, I guess it's a bagel. I wasn't even paying attention. I was paying attention that fucking her dumbass dad's tie goes into his coffee. And blames and the mom. And acts like it's his fucking the mom's fault? What yeah. is this bullshit? Darlene. Uh. Like, it was her fault. He's a dumbass. Like, you the asshole. Chilada. <laughs> what do you got? I got a chilada. <laughs> you like those? I do tonight. <laughs> but, yeah, the dad was an asshole. How you gonna blame the mom for shit that wasn't her fault? She was cooking it had some nothing shit. To do. Also, she made you the coffee, you prick. Yeah, like fuck. And you. pointed you to a fucking other tie that you could fucking wear. So fuck you. Yeah, I don't even know his name. Fuck I'm, him. I don't know. Dickhead. I, I don't That's know either name. one of their fucking names. And because they're have nothing to do with this fucking movie at all. But what I did notice was when she got that phone call, the mom and the babysitter canceled. The, you realize why the babysitter canceled? Yeah, she broke her fucking ankle fucking ice skating. Hey, guess who else fucking fucked up at ice skating? The Santa from Silent Night. That's right. Yeah, like, what the? I, I, made, the, the, yeah, I made that connection, too. I was like, what? I guess a lot of motherfuckers in the yeah. 80s putting like, them shit up in his ice <laughs> yeah, rink. So that was my fucking thought. I was like, wait, what? I was like. Could have broke your ankle anywhere. Did the people who wrote this movie write that movie, too? Like, what the fuck? They had to have. Like, guess what? We got to put the ice rink in this bitch. <laughs> We gotta make connections. There's two connections to that movie. So maybe we can have a movie with Michael and Santa fucking people up. Oh my god, I would love that movie. Billy and fucking Michael Myers together. 
Billy, Michael Myers, but they have to come together on Thanksgiving because that holiday <laughs> is in the middle of these. That'd be amazing. That'd be great. I'd watch it. But so babysitter cancels and all of a sudden it's like, Rachel, you got to watch your foster daughter. Well, no, Rachel brings that up that she keeps calling her her foster sister. Like, yeah. hey, man, stop being a prick. Her parents just died. But guess what? A couple hours earlier, she was consoling her in this dream world about we're great fucking, fucking <laughs> siblings. Well, no, yeah, that's fucking, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jamie? Jamie's fucking, uh, that's her fantasy, dude. <laughs> like, I guess Or they're so. actually sisters. But the thing that Rachel says, typical fucking young fucking child shit with your fucking going against like me meeting this guy and doing this shit and having grandkids and shit like that. Like, whoa, there, What chief. the fuck is up with that? That's a dumbass diatribe, you know? Like, I mean, what's going through the mom's head? Like, all right, bitch, fucking shut it down. Yeah, like, shut it down. But the, the mom down. let it go. Like, they're barely even dating. And then Jamie hears it and Jamie's like, I'm sorry, I'm here. And I don't blame her. Like, but, goddamn, like, you have to hear your, your goddamn. Whatever your foster sister, yeah, your foster sister, fucking talk to you about talk about you like that. But then the way the dad's like, you only think about yourself. Nah, motherfucker. Trust me, y'all think about y'all selves. Because about later yes, we'll get to that. They're all three of them are thinking nothing but nothing but about themselves. The mom's like, thinking about the dad and the shit that he's got going on. Yeah. They don't give a shit about fucking Rachel. So Rachel's being a fucking bratty asshole. Yeah. Like someone's got to watch the girl, man. Just watch her. But then Rachel offers, look, Jamie, it's okay. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll go trick-or-treating and we'll get ice cream. This is where, all right, the dialogue's already bad in this movie, but this really fucking hurt my brain. The fucking double scoops. Yeah, yeah. double scoops. Like, fucking what? Like, no, you get one scoop. Like, I don't know if this is the writing or the acting. I don't know, but it's bad, and I hate it. I hate it so much. It's like that weird, like, 80s, like, PSA type acting. You know what I'm saying? It's like, double scoops. Yeah. Uh. Double scoops. <laughs> like, Let's fucking do it. shut up. <laughs> like, you're getting one scoop. Shut up. Like, you're, you want to get fat? Fat people get double scoops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, and the way this movie goes right out the gate, it kind of cuts too much between shit. Yeah. I get that you got to tell the story in different, like, well, shit's Mike, going on at the same time. Fucking Michael's all over the place. But, like, Michael is not around right now because I, I want to say, like, after well, that shit this with is, the double scoops. This is, we go back to Loomis, right? Loomis is in Ridgemont. Yeah. What the fuck is with this long-ass corridor with no doors? I don't know. Like, what kind of hospital is this? I mean, this? this has to be a real place. Like, I don't fucking know. It, it's got to be a fucking bunker. Something, I mean, yeah. It's not a real hospital. It looks weird. And Loomis in this movie, no matter what door he opens, he opens that fucking shit with a sense of fucking purpose. <laughs> like, well, bitch, I'm here. He for real, like, the entire movie is him having a sense of purpose. Like, he has to fucking be doing some shit. Like, he threw that door open to Hoffman's office, and Hoffman was, like, on his little typewriter. Like, what? And he was like, why like didn't you it. tell me you were transporting him? I like how, it, like, the movie, like tries to portray Loomis as like someone who knows that the shit happened with Michael and everybody right? treats him like he's a goddamn yeah. leper. It's like, all right. The only <laughs> motherfucker that don't treat him like a leper. This whole movie is a sheriff. We're going to get into it about the sheriff, but fucking 
Well, no, just in this scene, like, he gets, like, so, what's-his-face gets the fucking phone call. Hoffman. Hoffman. And Loomis, you can, like, he has, like, this twinkle in his eye as like, if he knows that, shit what went that down. We got a dick. Now we gotta go. Of course it happened, Hoffman. What'd you think was gonna happen? Yeah, he was gonna wait to fuck up and murder everybody. I knew this shit was coming one day or another. Like, okay. Like, Loomis, you're fucking crazy. And that's why this is the first movie where he starts losing his shit. Seriously. I mean, it's not as bad as five, but he's really starting to fucking take a mental dive here. I mean, now granted. I'm not saying he's wrong. Yeah. He it's not undeserving at all. But in any other circumstance. <laughs> like you'd be like, no. You'd be like, shut up, Loomis. <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth. And they drive to the goddamn crash scene. Yeah. Which is a crazy crash scene. It what did it fly off a bridge? What happened? And how did Michael just walk the fuck away from it? He's evil and guided, Steve. Gotta be. Possessed by fucking Satan himself. Yeah. He, and that he, like, murder. I would like to see these bodies. So he clearly clearly killed the two in the back. Now, we're meant to believe later on that he killed the two in the front as well. Because he said, because Loomis says there's six bodies that he's run into six bodies. Yes. Hoffman said there was four people, including Michael. He could have just had five people. So what had to happen was Michael had to yeah, kill the two, two in the, the back, back, two in the front. And it had to and wreck. there's two people at the gas station. And then he had to, no, no, in the truck. He had to murder the motherfuckers in the front of the goddamn ambulance. That's what I'm saying. It's like we're meant to believe that he killed those two people as well, which is insane. They probably would have died in that fucking accident. Yeah. And then he, uh, if they didn't. Michael mutilated them to where the cops couldn't figure out how many bodies were in this bitch. Which is... What? (laughs) It makes no sense. Michael is the best motherfucker doing some crazy ass shit. What doesn't even fit his M.O.? Really? Like, his M.O. would just be getting out and leaving. No, his M.O. is... Why? Like, the two people in the front have nothing to do with anything. They're immobilized. That fucking ambulance flipped off of either a okay, cliff on, or a bridge. Let's go back to, like, Halloween 2 and shit like that. The one chick in the house at the beginning of Halloween 2, it wasn't his M.O. to kill her. He murdered her for no reason, so why wouldn't he walk around right to the front of the truck and stab the fucking EMTs? But why would he, though? They're, they had to have been dead already. <laughs> That's my point. To, to add more kills. I guess. Just like when they mentioned that going back, the security guard goes, oh, telling the story of, oh, you know, 10 years ago, Halloween night, 16 people were killed. Well, guess what? Go look at, like, the movie Chronological or whatever and the movie Kill Count, and, like, 14 people were killed. Not 16. So what, you added to? Don't, don't. Like, I wouldn't count the dog and shit like that from the first one, you know? Yeah, no, no, you can't count that. Like, that that's ridiculous. Shit happens, but there was not 16 people killed in Halloween 1 and 2. I didn't go back. I mean, I'll take your word for it. But Michael's MO now... Maybe he killed a couple of those babies in the fucking... No. <laughs> not in 2. He didn't slice babies' throats. He's cool with them. He was nursing them. It's okay. maybe, it was, maybe they die in the explosion. That's all that, I'm saying. That's why you never heard babies crying, because he was feeding them bottles. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You need his milk. I'll wait till you're five or older to kill you. <laughs> you know, like, but they well, L- Loomis bounces, whatever. But the next time you see Loomis, he's at the diner. Michael's already there. Yeah. And, you know, he's got to get his fucking coveralls. He didn't take his bandages off, though. He kept no. those on. 
Well, for the kills he did. And then when Loomis meets him at this diner, which this whole diner slash truck stop, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the only people he killed, at least that we saw, was the mechanic. Yeah, there's only two people in this entire fucking place. And the lady at the register. Cook got away. But he he had to have. But who? The lady died and there was a plate of food beside her. (laughs) Who the fuck was she serving food to? That person bounced too. Yeah, that person did like, I'm out. He saw, yeah, whoever that was saw Michael and was like, uh, no, fuck you guys. I'm going home. I'm going home. And Loomis shows up. Loomis walks in. Dude just falls out of nowhere with chains all on him. What I was saying is like, Loomis, like, this dude ain't dead, dude. He's just waiting around. He's just hanging around, you know, waiting for his dominatrix. He's got his little bite thing in his mouth, you know. He's not dead, Steve. He's not dead. Who, the guy with the chains? Yeah, the mechanic. He's not dead, man. Oh, he's dead. He's just waiting for a good whipping. That's all he's waiting for. He got the, what was it? The 916 socket through his fucking chest. He's not dead. Oh, he's dead. He's alive. He's done. He ain't getting no pleasure out of this. <laughs> no, he's fine. Pleasure has already left his body. He's fine. He's fine. That's why he's naked. He's just he's waiting. He's sleeping. Yeah, he's just waiting. But what killed me about this was when Loomis walked in, he looked at the one phone that was smashed. Yeah. And then he went to the 19 fucking 12 phone that Alexander Graham Bell made. <laughs> yeah. it's just a line was cut. Yeah. And no, the phone was cut, like the yeah. cord. Yeah, the line and was, was cut. was like, yeah. fuck this. And then he turned around and Michael's in the kitchen. Yeah. And the way it was, like, Loomis said that shit to Michael. Like, oh, don't go back to Hanfield. Leave everybody alone and shit like that. And then he didn't let Michael do anything. He just went straight to goddamn you and it went to go start shooting. He was already gone. Disappeared. But the thing is... Like smoke. But at the angle it was and the way this place was built to for Michael to get to the goddamn tow truck that he stole, he had to literally like dip out and run past the front door, past Loomis. Oh, Steve. He Michael teleports. He's got to. He teleports, okay? It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I guess when you're wearing the William Shatner mask, you can <laughs> he didn't even have it. Wherever he didn't even have it. No, well, not this mask. But yeah, he gets the uh, tow truck. It doesn't even hit the garage door opener. It just fucking blasts through. And he fast and furious is bullshit. Yeah, How did he blow up the gas pump? I don't know. It's just a gas explosion needed to happen in this movie because there's a gas explosion in fucking two. So and now. Hold on. Before, and what the fuck is this phone line made of? Fucking on, straight on. up fossil fuels? Before, <laughs> How did it fucking go up so goddamn before fast? Before we go to the fucking pole blowing up, Loomis had a cane, right? He dropped it. He dropped it in the diner. Yeah, he left it. Inside the diner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why didn't he fucking go back and pick it the fuck up? It There's wasn't no fucked up. fucking time. He had to go. Oh, Dude had time because he's walking down the goddamn highway <laughs> limping his ass off with no cane. Why is he limping? He's, he's limping all over the rest of this movie. Shit. The whole movie, he's like gimp leg. Which makes me think, Loomis, you might not need the cane. Yeah. It's a fucking insurance fraud. Yeah. How much money is he getting off this injury? It's been 10 years. It's been a shit load of time. Also, his scar is really a miraculous fucking recovery over Small these past for a few. Burn victim. Past few hours, it's really changed, you know? Yeah, the, the whole fucking place burned around you, <laughs> and you got 
Like two scars. Well, even the scar from the beginning to this point has changed completely. <laughs> it's a completely different scar. It's healing as he goes. He's like I Wolverine. Think, honestly, from this scene to the scene where he gets picked up by old Reverend, I think I think Loomis is a fucking paladin, well, bro. He might be. And that's why he sees evil for that's what right. it is. <laughs> I would like like you remember when the kids rolled up? And they were like, come get in the car. And they sped off. Yeah. Why didn't Lewis pull the gun out and shoot him? He's always quick to shoot some motherfuckers. I would love that shit. Dude, that would have been great. Like, Halloween 4, deleted scenes. Lewis just lights <laughs> these kids up and it steals their car. He blames it on Michael. <laughs> there's 12 bodies from here to fucking... Like, Michael killed these kids. Uh, There's like 14 bullets in these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. There's and two clips worth of bullets in these yeah, kids. Michael's he never shot a gun. Had a gun. <laughs> And I, I figured, like, that scene, it was like, if I was him, I'd have been like, look, you little motherfuckers. But no, nah, man, he gets picked up by fucking Reverend, Reverend fucking Apocalypse over Soothsayer, here. Soothsayer, Sayer, whatever. This dude deserves a movie so bad. Oh, just what the fuck have God, you been through? Or a graphic novel something, dude. Like, I want to see this man's life. Yeah. You've been through some shit. Or you feel you've been through some shit. This is a, like, like I said that this movie is kind of mediocre, but, like, this scene is fantastic. Because it's completely unnecessary, but adds so much to the atmosphere of the fucking movie. I love it. It's weird. It's so fucking weird. It's so out of place. Yeah, it's, it's random as hell. Yeah. Like, I get that Loomis needs a ride to Haddonfield. So, okay, cool. But they I love that they tribe with right, and I love that they made that decision to make it such a weird like like who came up with this shit like who was like what the fuck like I don't think I would have even thought of doing something no. like this. I mean, but before we go any further, like this scene with the Reverend was great, shit like that. But or fake Reverend, whatever he is. Remember the power line got blown up at this gas station. Yeah. We are a hundred and nineteen miles from Haddonfield. Remember that, because we're going to touch that very soon. <laughs> but yes, yeah, a lot. It's specifically the long distance power line, yeah, or phone line. <laughs> but he gets in the car, well, the truck, and that truck looked beat up as shit. Hell yeah! And I don't know what the fuck they were drinking in there, but let's do, let's have a blast. If I had to guess, gin. No, it was dark. I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Wasn't it a flat? Oh, no, you're right. No, it, was it was in a, a fucking bottle, yeah. So I was like, whatever. And while this is going on, you know, you know, Jamie goes to school, obviously. And these kids are bullying the fuck out of Jamie. I have never in my life met kids like this, ever. No. This is I crazy. Mean, guess what? If it was 2020, guess what? Jamie would have had a goddamn GoFundMe page. <laughs> and she would have made fucking money off being bullied. Yeah, they're talking about her fucking dead parents yeah. and how her fucking... Your mom's a mummy. Like, mm. What is that shit? Your mom's like, a mummy. What the fuck? These kids are fucking Talking assholes. about you don't have a costume because your parents are dead? Like, what in the fuck is happening? Like, these kids are fucking dicks. Yeah, why didn't we just see them get killed? They, they deserved should've. it. Fuck. Oh, they deserved it right out the gate. The teacher should have killed them. Fuck Michael. Yeah, no one steps in. Nothing, man. Like, these kids are just being assholes. But what makes no sense to me is this scene, like, obviously, Jamie gets bullied and she runs out of school. Yeah. Gets in the car with Rachel and Lindsay, which 
I researched it or whatever. And Lindsay, the chick driving, is supposed to be Lindsay from the original. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's like, kind of cool. That's like, quote unquote, the bullshit. You know, who knows if it's true or not? That her and Rachel <laughs> are friends and shit like that. I could buy it because I mean Rachel does know like the history of it all and all that shit. But you think Lindsay? I mean, but was... there's no there's no hints to that though, other than no. her name. Exactly. Like, so who knows if it's true or not? But they go, and then all of a sudden, you know, we go from Jamie wanting ice cream to I want to get a costume to go trick or treating. Yeah. What? I didn't know trick or treating spawned like. Kids bullying you spawned you'd want to go trick or treating. Well, they were fucking talking shit that she didn't have a costume and all that. I I can understand. Like she's she just wants to be a normal fucking kid, man. But then on the same token, like how many kids do you know back in elementary school when we went to school and shit like that went to school in their goddamn costumes? The only time I remember that is in kindergarten. That's yeah. the only time I remember doing it. I didn't go to school in a costume in fifth fucking grade. Neither did like I. you waited till no, school got yeah. out and you went out. No one did. No, but welcome to Hollywood. We got this. I'm sure I'm sure in some places they do, but like I didn't experience that at all. But they decided to go to Vincent Drug, which is the same goddamn drugstore in the Sandlot, so obviously we're in the same universe as this. Hell yeah, I like that. Sandlot was a shit. Fuck yeah. That was a goddamn classic. <laughs> Dennis Leary is a dad it was an asshole, like my baby <laughs> fucking signed baseball. But they go to Vincent Drug and Best sudden, costumes in the fucking town, homie. Yeah, you know, there's no Kmart. No Target. That's right. There's none of that shit. This is where you get your shit. But obviously, Vision Drug has very loose employee policy because Brady is fucking making out with fucking Rachel. Hell yeah. Like, you don't do that shit at work, man. Get it in. In 1988, you can. Fuck yeah. And then Rachel's like, oh, I can't go out tonight because I got to babysit Jamie. And Brady gets all butthurt. But yeah, then he's he looks being at, he's being kind of a little fucking bitch, dude. I'm be honest with you. He's being a big bitch, not a little bitch. Like, come on, bro. But while he's talking to Rachel, he looks at Kelly. Yeah, he's looking at fucking Kelly like I'm about to smash because this chick doesn't want to smash. Like, and Kelly looks at him like, hey, and Kelly, I can of hear course, you. What's up? of course, Kelly is gonna fucking get it in with Brady. Like, she's been waiting because she already threw Wade off. Yeah, the shades. She said, "Fuck off, Wade." Yeah, Wade was like. Hey, and she was like, fuck, fuck yourself, you know, like, which damn. I don't blame her. Wade was kind of a D bag. So whatever. So is Brady. Brady's a big D bag. Yeah. And no matter what in this movie, he tries to redeem himself. Yeah. He's fuck, still fuck his redemption. His. Re- yeah. No, fuck that. We will get to that shit. He is a fucking D bag through and through. There's yeah. No, fuck this kid. And so while Rachel's making out with fucking Brady, Jamie goes to look at the costumes. And she walks by again. The oh, Michael no, go, Myers mask. Go ahead, yeah. Now here's my problem. You think ten years ago this mask was worn to kill people? Yep. Why the fuck are they still selling it? No idea. They're selling multiples. No. As we learn later. Well, yes. Or somebody was buying these shits. Like dude. there was there was no Amazon. There was none of that shit. But in this store, there was only one. Yeah. Sitting. On the rack. And the first time you see it is sitting there. The second time you see it when Michael grabs it, there's a whole different layout around this mask. <laughs> like shitty editing. What the fuck? Just it well enough alone. Yeah. But why does Jamie pick out of all the goddamn costumes the Michael Myers little junior? Because man like suit. There's a, like it's not talked about really through the movie, but like 
it's clear that they were trying to go the way of like her having a psychic connection to Michael himself. Like either that or she was gonna carry on the legacy. You know, like well, she I mean, that's be like the new. Well, that's what I'm saying. Killer. Like, the, well, that's the whole point. That's what I'm saying is like she has a connection to him for sure. Like, it's not talked about, but I mean, we get little hints throughout the movie, and this but, is a big one. And the problem with that is that I feel like obviously we've all seen these movies. Yeah, but this is that like that's a staple of '80s horror movies, especially slashers. Like they all tended to go that way Try of to like people game. having like either. Uh, psychic connections to the villains or fucking telekinesis like all that like weird Stephen King shit that they try to put in these movies that it never worked yeah and like I said we've seen all the Halloween movies yeah so we know that yes they wanted to plant that seed and shit like that but they didn't follow through no it never truly paid off and we we could talk about that shit too and what like I'm gonna talk about that at the end of the movie for sure because of the ending but yeah as far as this scene like my big problem with this scene is like, A, nobody saw Michael come into this fucking store. None of like, he's fucked up looking. Yeah. Even if he doesn't have Before like. Before he got the mask, he's on the bandage yeah. and nobody was like. Even if he took the bandages off, he's a fucking burn victim. But even though you walk into CVS and they're like, hey, welcome to CVS. Right. Like, That's what I'm saying. Someone like, had to have seen this man. But nobody did. Not only that, when the fucking mirror breaks, we get a shot of him standing there, a shot of the broken pieces of the mirror, and he's standing there, which means he is literally in, in the front, store. He is in front of them when they're having this conversation. And they did, he did the fuck out somehow. He is just, no. While she's on the ground having the conversation with Rachel, like about the nightmare man, he is, he has to actually be standing right behind them. Unless he learned to run real quick and they had an emergency exit door. But after that, we have the shot of him in the glass. So he is there the entire time. Like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Just standing I'm your friend. there. <laughs> like, what and the hell? Nobody cares. This is just bad like, filmmaking. It makes no fucking sense. Like, they all act like he disappeared. And he's probably over in the corner. Just stand and say, again, he's a fucking T-Rex or, or no, that doesn't even make sense. He's, it's like Jurassic Park logic. He stands still and no one can fucking see him, but whatever. We got to move on. That's their script. Fucking. So, like I said, this movie, everything is going on at the same fucking time frame and shit like that. So it's hard to kind of like, without watching it right now. Well, what makes it hard is like Michael seriously, like just teleports all over this fucking town. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, this whole movie, like... You, At least there, the first one, he was there, driving a station wagon all over. There's there's no way to grasp where he is at any point in time. At all. Because, like, while the drugstore's going on, you know, Loomis shows up at the police station. Yeah. And starts spouting his shit, and Meeker is right out the gate, like, oh, shit, 10 years ago, whatever, blah, 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 why is he here? Meeker just... Goes right in like, all right, let's go check this out. For sure. Not like, the fuck, dude? Whatever. And then when, like I said, when Loomis walks in, it says, I want to talk to Brackett, the sheriff from the first one. You got to go 3,000 miles away. Well, guess what? St. Petersburg, Florida? Because he retired? It's not 3,000 miles from Illinois to fucking Florida. So 
dude is all fucked up. He's just have... bad researching. <laughs> like, and like I said, when he talks to Meeker, for him to just be like, okay, I believe you. Let's go. Now, maybe he didn't believe him fully, but Meeker was all about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, because at first he seems like, whatever. Michael's an invalid, blah, blah, blah. But I think at the end of the day, like, he just, the sheriff just doesn't want to deal with another. The drama. Yeah. So, like, fuck it. Like, let's just check it out. Yeah. See what the fuck's going on. No harm against checking it out. He's not doing anything anyway, so who cares? No, he obviously because he's just hanging out at the goddamn fucking precinct. And then that, and then we go back to um, Jamie's house, right? where the parents are leaving yeah, for the parents are leaving. This yeah. beaten, and it's the difference between vacationing in Bermuda or the grandma's house in Cleveland. That's right. Like, what fucking meeting is he going to? He's trying to get that promotion, man. Uh, Gotta get that Skrilla. Well, we don't know what he does for a living. I have no idea. But obviously it's good enough to where if he lands whatever the fuck he's doing, money. Maybe it's real estate. What's wrong with Grandma's house in Cleveland? Fuck Grandma. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> but they dip out, and then Rachel takes Jamie trick-or-treating. So, yeah. So, well, she makes a phone call to Brady's house. Brady's not there, whatever. He's at Kelly's, obviously. Yeah. They leave. They don't lock the door when they leave. No. Like, no shit Michael got into the fucking house. They didn't lock the fucking door. But even, like, Michael's gonna get in that house regardless. I know, but, like, he just just walked into the front door, clearly. He's watching. You know he's watching. Uh, Yeah, he was watching the whole time. Creeping around, being like, mm, staring your window. But, I mean, it's Michael. He's... He's going to get in the house regardless. You lock the door, you don't lock it. He's getting in. Sure, but there's no... Like, he clearly walked in the front door. There's no broken windows, none of that shit. But the thing is this. He already knew who the fuck Jamie was. What reason did he have to break into the house? Zero. This makes no fucking sense. Let's like look at most pictures. of this goddamn movie. The, the only reason it had was to kill the goddamn dog. They had no fucking... Which he didn't even eat. No, he just killed it the fuck it was like a throwback to the first one but a shitty I need throwback a cook, i need like a fucking dog that's been flayed yeah <laughs> that's what i need you can't have that why not no we don't eat dogs they're band's best friend michael does well he's idiot savant and he's got to be hungry. Sure, because I'm sure he don't lose the mask up to eat anything. <laughs> unless it's Chef Boyardee fucking instant fucking And the shit. dog's name is Sunday. It's perfect. He's like, mm-hmm. It's a goddamn snack. But they never showed, like, the dog. Nah, he's just You know, dead. Chunk's missing. He just killed his dog and threw it in the closet. Why? No one knows. And Loomis and the cop find it. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Louis is like, like Michael's been, been here. The cop's like, how do you know? And he's like, points at the dog. Yeah, there's a dead dog. Like, like this dude didn't see the dead dog? Holy like, shit. What the? You fucking shitty cop. Yeah, you're horrible at this, man. Guess what? Let Michael lead investigations, because Michael be like that. Oh, my God. It made no sense why any of that happened. Because while Michael was walking in the house, you never heard a dog bark, growl, None of that shit. No, you didn't see any scene of him fucking with the dog. None of that shit. That dog was a goddamn retard. He didn't send shit. 
The dog probably didn't fucking care that the dog looked old. But guess what? You roll up lights in the fucking driveway, and if you got a dog in your house, they bark at that shit. Sure. Dogs are on to that shit. This dog was like, man, fuck it. Well, he maybe, was sleeping on the job. Maybe he's blind. You don't know. He looked like an old dog, man. Michael didn't need to kill him. Golden Retrievers are fucking notorious for fucking having problems. <laughs> we don't know what's happening with this dog, He was Steve. an old Golden Retriever. Yeah. But, you know, they... But right after that, that, fucking Loomis and the sheriff fucking show up. Yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know. And Michael obviously didn't close the door when he left. He just let it crack. Yeah, he just bounced. He was like, all right, I'm out. He didn't care. Fuck he's, the electric bill. Who cares? He's not as courteous as Jason was taking teapots off shit. <laughs> no, not at all. At least Jason, yeah, at least Jason has some fucking humanity left in him. Yeah, like, okay, man, let's do this so we don't burn the house down. Michael's like, man, fuck it. So my thing is, when Loomis and the cops showed up, why were there kids running around this house looking for fucking food, trick-or-treats, you know, candy, stealing a blender? Whatever. I would have been one of those kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, this door's open. Let's have fun. Cop- I'm in there making a sandwich. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Cop comes in with a goddamn shotgun. Got like, me what? a magic bullet, bitch. Be like, the door was open. I said trick or treat. Nobody came to the door. So where do we go after the Loomis and the sheriff leave the house? We we go straight to Jamie trick or treating, right? I think so. And that trick-or-treating shit, after Jamie hit the second house, and Rachel was like, are you tired? Like, the fuck? Like, we just started. It's a second goddamn house, lady. Then they go to Kelly's house. And then, well, hold up. Before we get to Kelly's house, or Meeker's house, yeah, she runs into one of the kids that bullied her. I was going to ask you that. Is that one of the kids? I want to say it was the white kid with the Frankenstein mask. It looked like him, right? Like the rest of them, I don't know where the other kids were. Like the but black that, kid, and the little yeah, girl. but that kid specifically, it looked like the yeah. kid who was bullying her. And he was like, "That's a cool costume, hey, sweet clown costume." Yeah. Like, what the shit? I would have been like, my uncle agree with it. <laughs> kind of like when yeah. she picked that costume out of the store, Michael should have high fived her, been like, "Good choice." Psh, not try to kill her. What the? That's fuck? what I kind of thought was gonna happen. He was gonna be like, "High five, motherfucking like, yeah, shit," because whatever. I got a picture on the family, bitch. Yeah. You got great taste. But no. But they roll up to Kelly's house. And then... They, I don't know what this fucking costume she's wearing is. She was just wearing a long t-shirt. But my genitalia is telling me not to question it. They said I'll cops do it better. <laughs> oh, no. Cops do it by the book. I have no idea. That's, that's what not, her shirt said. That sounds right. And that's where Rachel sees Brady. Because yeah. Brady just pops up. Which like, you would think Brady wouldn't be so stupid to fucking... Like she, he knows that Rachel is going to be trick or treating with Jamie. Yeah, you would think that he wouldn't be so stupid to fucking show his face in the front door. But he's retarded in this fake town of Haddonfield. Damn, teenage boys are fucking idiots, man. And the fact that he ran outside to talk to her, and Rachel was like, "It is way too late for that shit." Yeah, like trying to explain himself. Like, oh, you you broke our date off at the last minute and shit like that. And she's like, go deal with Little Miss Hot Pants. Which, yeah, of course. Guess what? There's no talking yourself out of this. No. And you you shouldn't. You wanted to get your dick wet. Yeah, you're already, you're in the right place, Brady. This is where you should be. Rachel wasn't going to do it. You went to Kelly. Exactly. As it should be. You shouldn't have been with Rachel to begin with. You should have been with Kelly all along. Yeah. 
The big titty blonde whore. Yeah. Because Rachel, well, not Rachel, but fucking Kelly was a whore. I think, yeah, I think you're supposed to believe that. Yeah. Well, for movie purposes, I feel that her character was well, the just the way one. the way that she talks and shit. I think you're supposed to believe that for and sure. Then, and she's answering the door in a fucking t-shirt like an asshole. Yeah, like and after you know Rachel and Brady have their little fucking talk. Jamie's gone, motherfucker. Yeah, Jamie dipped off with these kids. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we're in this goddamn backwoods alley fucking neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? We're in the Bronx, motherfucker? Yeah, what like, happened? Rachel's trying to search for this motherfucker, and it's like the most dilapidated <laughs> shit ever. Camera's looking out broken windows. It's foggy as shit. It's blue as fuck. Shit like that, like, oh, Rachel. You know, Jamie. I will give are- Rachel this. As a character, she did not fucking... When she saw someone in the fucking, in the fog, she wasn't like, who's there? No, she did. Who is it? She was like, fuck that. I'm out of here. I got to go. I will hand it to her on that. I think who she saw in the fog was one of the three guys dressed as Michael. Oh, it was. Yeah, for sure. Being a fucking smart ass. Yeah. But still, it doesn't matter. I, I fucking, she did. You got to hand it to her, man. She fucking bounced. Not to be like, let's talk about this. Yeah. She wasn't trying to figure out who was in the fucking darkness. Now, granted, you know. When they cut back to Jamie, she's like, I got a big dog with me. You know, but <laughs> Dude, you ain't got what? no goddamn dog. This is what I'm talking about, the writing. What is that? Clearly, there's no dog. Like, what was Jamie's experience? Jamie's like, I got a big dog with me. <laughs> you know, deep voice and no shit. No like, kid is saying that shit. No. Nah. Kid would have dipped out to the main road. Yeah. Why did she leave the other kids? Where did these kids go? Yeah. Like, hey, guess what? I want you to join me trick-or-treating. We hit this one house, and, and then, then we, we got to break apart. Yeah, and like, we split ways. up. Like, like it's what? fucking Scooby-Doo or some yeah. shit. <laughs> That's what like, I was like. Why did all these... Where, where's all the other kids at? Like, why did you stay on the goddamn road and go to the next fucking house? Yeah, because at this point, like, there's a fucking, like, news fucking broadcast about Michael Myers being out at this point, right? Oh, yeah, by this point, yeah. where the bar is like, yeah. everybody shut down, and Earl, the bartender... The guy that owns the place is like, I ain't fucking doing that. I'm going to call the fucking station. So he calls the station and don't get no answer. So he decides to go there. Yeah. And while all before he ever gets to the station, Michael, in his idiot savant ways, this is when the savant comes back in. He's already cut the long distance <laughs> lines saying, from 120 like, miles a goddamn away. You know what the fucking problem with this is? Is like, so in the scene where... Okay, so when Rachel and Jamie are trick-or-treating, there is a shot where we're supposed to believe that the actual Michael Myers is watching them. Yeah. Right? No, actually, right when it starts, or when the kids meet. Yes. The two groups. Exactly. That's the Michael Myers that's like, That's the real Michael Myers, right? Yeah. So how the fuck did he get from there all the way? I don't know where this station is. Where he kills this man. Uh, you said it early, teleportation. He's teleporting all over the fucking place in this movie. No, well. Because he fucking teleports there, and then he teleports back to fucking the uh, Rachel's house. Yeah, well, the thing is this. That's the savant part, okay? We've covered the idiot part. He's comatose for ten years. So savant, he's so far onto the fucking spectrum that he now can teleport. I said it earlier. He's so far right, he's left. <laughs> you know, yeah. like he's got this covered because the power station shit was great because 
He shows up at a power station. He teleports in this scene. And the problem with that is, oh, hell yeah, he does. The problem with that is Bucky's sitting there fucking doing shit on the power, whatever the fuck he's doing. I have no idea. And he hears, obviously, rocks get rustled, so he turns around <laughs> like, what? Hey, you. And, hey. And then Michael, like, peeps around the car like, what? <laughs> What's and up, homie? That's the greatest scene ever. Like, hey, friend. You know? And he's like, looking like hey. shit. And then he starts, like, saying shit to him, and he's like, don't try to Halloween shit with me. He's like, I'm on the phone with police right now. <laughs> you better then, stay like, there. Yeah, like, stay there. Like, who the fuck? Bucky, okay, what are you like, talking about? Yeah, sure, I'll stay here. But the fact that Michael, in that scene, take two got, he takes two baby steps. And teleports. Baby steps, and all of a sudden, he's like 75 feet <laughs> up on this bitch. Guess what? Why ain't he in the Olympics for long jump? <laughs> Dude. He don't even need to run, dude. Two baby well, steps. Well, shit, after the scene, he should be long jumping and fucking hurling, dude. Yeah, because he hurled that motherfucker <laughs> like... And he hurled him right... The right place at the right time to cut all the power out in Hattonfield. Well, we already know he's had fucking lessons and fuck Like, electrician lessons. We already know that. But the thing is this. When he cut the long distance lines, he cut the long distance lines from 120 miles away. That's right. Was this power station 120 miles away? Like, why There's no telling. It looks like it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, I feel bad for Bucky. He was just trying to do his goddamn <laughs> he job. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything wrong. Why was Michael even there? He didn't know who the fuck to do. Did Michael go there thinking, like, like, the only way I can cut the power off is throwing a body <laughs> onto the fucking lines? Like, so like, I can't just go to a house and just shut the power off? Like, wow, I can go to a house and shut the phones off in the first two movies. But I got to throw a whole power grid out of place. Like, <laughs> when the power went out, why did parents just magically get in their goddamn cars and go collect their well, kids? Well, there was a news broadcast, remember? But you got to think, the news broadcast, but it wasn't until the power went out, the kids got drugged off the goddamn road from trick-or-treating. Well, all that is happening. Like, that's the fucked up part of this movie. Like, all of that is happening at the same time. Now, I mean, the one good part about all this shit happening was when they left the bar and shit like that, and then they go to the police station, and by this time, Loomis, well, and, Loomis and the sheriff are already there. Back, and yeah. everybody's dead in the police station. Right. Which, we only see one body. Yeah. The but, fuck, was there only one person there? Like, uh, they wouldn't have gone down without a fight. We only see one person who's dead? Like, what the fuck? Like, how did Michael walk in and murder everybody without Seriously. getting shot the fuck up? It's, yeah, this is... Bizarre. I don't want to say it, but how bizarre. Ah. <laughs> but I'm with you. Is it the writing, the editing, all that shit? It makes no sense. Like this is, this is not good. No, because if a motherfucker walked in any regular police station, it's not like one person sitting there. Right. There's multiple people. And why would he go there? What the fuck would it matter? I mean, maybe idiot savant has a goddamn point. He's like, if I take the phone lines out, and I again, take the power out, and again, I murder everybody. Again with the teleportation. When the fuck did this happen? Uh, no, in between two and three. There's no answer. In his comatose state, he learned how to teleport. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He harnessed the chi, and he did his shit. Is Michael Myers Jesus? Is that what we're fucking like? What is happening? Jesus didn't teleport. He just walked on water. We don't know that. So he progressed. So what we're getting at is Michael Myers is like a goddamn He has mutant. godlike powers, man. I don't. Well, guess what? You sell your soul to the devil, you get some shit. 
Whoever wrote this just didn't give a shit. <laughs> it was just scene by scene bullshit. I want this to happen. No, I want this to happen. No, like it doesn't matter where he is in the fucking town. Whatever scene you fucking cut to, we can just place him there. Well, because later on we have a fucking scene of him sitting in the back of a cop car. Oh, we're gonna get that because I got problems with this. What the? And I think it'd be funny as shit. But so he cuts the power, all that shit. Everybody gets taken off the road. Yeah. Now all of a sudden everybody's disappeared, but Rachel and Jamie. And, and they're running around trying to find each other. Fake Michael Myers that yeah. are all chilling. And the cops basically rode on the street and find them. Yeah, man. All the streets in this goddamn town, and you find this one street like, oh, we got you. That's right. You know? And then three Michael Myers show up. But the problem is you got one looking like he could be him. Then you got one with a button-up shirt that's <laughs> open with a bare chest like <laughs> Michael Myers is flashing you. And Loomis is like... Oh shit. oh yeah. shit. It could be him. Fucking uh, Loomis is like, my God. <laughs> I can't believe it. He's multiplied. <laughs> Michael Myers is showing a nipple. Oh. Like, what is happening? Like, but the fucking took, Dirk Diggler, Michael Myers. Like, it what's took, happening? <laughs> it took a gun getting pointed at one of them for the kids to go, oh, we're just fucking with you. <laughs> but when you drove off, with Rachel and Jamie. He's in the middle of the fucking room. Yeah, you didn't see the dude in your rearview mirror? Shoulder pads and all. Like, chilling. Yeah, who's this fucking dude? Like, he I looks like I- shit in this movie, Steve. Yes. Why do the fake Michael Myers look better than the real one? I don't like, what the fuck? Well, I would have liked Michael Myers to walk around with that, like the kid that had his shirt unbuttoned <laughs> and shit. Like, that would have been better than what we get. That would have been funny as shit. Like, oh, you want some of this? He looks like he's wearing like an 80s, like a, a woman's 80s, like power suit. It would have been. What is happening? I, I wouldn't have minded the right said Fred Michael Myers for this movie. Like, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy <laughs> have a for fucking my shirt. montage. Because that song had nothing to do with a mask. So he could have kept that on and he would have just danced and been like, mm, mm. I just, I can't get over it. How bad he looks in this movie. But why did the sheriff roll off and go, Hey, guess what? We're all going to my house. I don't know. This is crazy. They should have just left town. Oh, they should. Yeah, they should have dipped out. And even when, like... The sheriff gets his fucking daughter killed by doing this. Oh, he gets everybody killed. Yeah, this is his fault. And... Why the fuck do they go... Like, they're in a car. Well, the, just how leave. did Michael... How did Michael go from that scene where he's behind the car... Back to fucking Rachel's house? Back to house? Rachel's parents' house, and then get in the cop car. And just, like, I thought... There has been- never been a time in my life where I have gotten into my car and not seen the my back seat. Like, what, what I thought would have been great is if it would have been a cop car from, like, nowadays. I don't know how 1988 cop cars were, but the cage in between the front and the back. Yeah. And once you get in the back seat, you can't get out. Yeah, like if Michael just sat there for the rest of the movie, like stuck son of there. a bitch, he's just stuck. Like I didn't think this shit through. Well, no shit, you didn't, because you were coming to us for the past goddamn ten years. It's just, I mean, the cop backs up and is looking backwards as he backs up, and we saw Michael's hand. Now I will Steve. say this: I will say this. When the cop backed out, I watched this shit. He backed out looking over his left shoulder. Come on, man. 
How many times have you gotten in your fucking car and how many times have you not seen the backseat of your car? All the time. But. What? I, I always look in the backseat. That's what I'm saying. And this cop is bad at his shit. Michael but- Myers is lying down in the backseat of his car. He should have been lying on the floorboard. Who wrote this movie? But hold on, we'll get to some real shit. When that that was Deputy Logan, yeah. So he got a free ride to Logan's house. He Ubered over to Logan. Yeah, basically, yes. House. He fucking took an Uber over back to fucking the sheriff's house. And when Meeker was like, "You got your riot gun? Yeah. All right, go get it." And when that cop walked out, why did he walk in the house after that? After he got like, the gun and be hey, like, "Clearly, yeah, my door was open." What clearly, the fuck? I fucked up, and Michael Myers is for sure here right now. Or. He could have just been like, yo, the back door of this car was open. Who else would have been? What the fuck? Lock this shit the but fuck he's down. A- of course. Fuck that. Leave. True. Or why, like, when he was putting nails, like, everybody's putting nails on the uh-huh. windows and shit like that. He nailed, like, a goddamn fucking rickety-ass fucking closet door. Like, no, oh, was- wow. The dude can't break through that? There was a shutter. Yeah. Somebody could have broke through that, like, one kick. Yeah, it was one nail. You just pull it open. Like, I'll tell you, what, what fucked with me was, like, during this whole scene, Brady went upstairs with the hammer and nails. Nailed the windows down. To nail the windows in what we would say the attic, right? Mm-hmm. Why is when shit hit the fan, he came from downstairs? Like, did you teleport through this goddamn house? I have no idea. Like, well, clearly it would only take a couple minutes to fucking do that, so he must have been somewhere else. I don't fucking know. But they never addressed that. Last no. we see him, he's also, in the attic. And then we see... This sheriff is a fucking idiot. Why would you give a teenager a double-barrel shotgun? Give him your pistol, you fucking ass clown. Yeah, give him something that shoots shots yeah. like... Psh, psh. But then again, Brady was a retard. And we will get to that in like five oh fucking minutes. God tops. damn it. This kid. But... For fuck's sake. Like, the house that Sheriff Meeker lived in was a big house. Yeah, it was a pretty big house, man. Everybody was handling their shit. Now, W.D. Logan sat in the goddamn rocking chair, and Kelly went to make tea or whatever. Rachel confronted her. Who gives a shit about all that? It's all about, you're a whore, pretty much. Here's water. Mm -hmm. But she makes the fucking beverage, walks it out, thinks she's talking shit to Logan. Hey, guess what? Logan's fucking dead. Dude, and then she goes, I, to, dude, I love that reveal. Yeah, like she goes to light she the lights candle. A candle, and it, clearly she lights a candle, and there's a clearly just like a a dimmer switch on a light being yeah. lighting up his fucking corpse. My thing was Rachel, like obviously this is Kelly right now, but when she sees Logan dead, all she goes is <gasps> so much time to run away. Yeah, so much time. She didn't yell at all. She let Michael get out of that goddamn rocket chair. Also, no one hears her being pinned to a fucking wall. By a shotgun. With a shotgun. What the fuck? But that's 80s movies. Nobody hears shit. That'd be loud as fuck. Doesn't matter. Whatever. I mean, where did he go after he pinned her to the wall? He's just chilling, man. Yeah. He is just chilling in the fucking house. He probably drank that tea. Like, (laughs) this is good (laughs) bomb ass tea. He needs energy, man. And... You know, Rachel ends up getting in contact with the state police or whatever it is. Yeah. With some dumbass radio shit. Walks back up, realizes, oh, damn, shit's about to hit the fan. Runs upstairs. Jamie is not in the bed no more. Right. She's gone. But here's the funny part. She realizes that 
goes to walk downstairs with Brady and shit like that. Brady shoots the fucking door again, twice. Hold on. Again, fuck Brady. He was he wanted to leave Jamie in the house. He says she has no chance. Survival of the fittest. Jesus, dude. I mean, great. I'll be honest. Survival of the fittest. That's all it is. Come on, man. She's a child. Can, can I be honest with you? You're going to leave a child in the house? Uh, if I knew that Michael only wanted that kid, I'd have threw that kid down the goddamn steps and be like, handle your business. Cold blooded shit. God I mean, damn. I got to be honest. Like, dude, if I got to sacrifice one also, to save the masses. Again, this makes no sense. He shoots the door, right? He shot it twice. He's like, uh, it's metal. Hey, man, there's fucking windows all around you. That you didn't board the fuck up. Just go out the window. But no, that that's too easy. But when they walk back upstairs, Jamie walks out of his room all like, oh, uh, like, she's in that Tommy Comatose shit from the fucking first one. <laughs> oh, the NyQuil Como. What's up, man? How's it going? You walked out of the room, they just looked in, and you weren't there. So, obviously, you rolled off the goddamn bed sleeping. Uh, maybe she had to pee, dude. You don't know. Man, that's when Brady, you think, when he shot both of them shots, oh, dude, I need to reload, but he didn't. No. Why did it take Michael getting three-quarters of the way up the steps to realize Michael, I didn't fucking reload this shit? He's walking like a fucking snail. Yeah, like it, Michael's like, man, go fuck yourself. And Brady is, he aims for, like, ten seconds. Oh, and it takes him 20 fucking seconds to reload. He barely he barely reloads and then fucking shoots off into nothingness. No, he shoots, but Michael's like, no, deflection, bitch, because I'm already on you. And then my problem with Brady was he gets knocked over. He still got the shotgun. He shot one shot, but he put two shots in. Yeah. You still got one more shot. No. But no. He's an idiot. Brady goes hit this dude with the goddamn shotgun. The butt of the shotgun. And I'm sorry, a grown fucking man that you hit with that and all they do is shake their head? Run! Yeah, you don't need to fucking... Let- it's the same thing with Rachel and Jamie. Fuck Brady. Like, why are you waiting around for this ass clown? And, like, we don't know where they are in this scene. Yeah, you do. At, they're at the top of the steps. Yeah. I think they kind of... They didn't run off before this shit was all over with? No, they didn't. They were standing there the entire time trying to get Brady to come with them. The entire time. And the thing is, like I said, you hit this dude with the butt of the shotgun. And then he tries to box him. Yeah, well, he punches him once. Yeah. And it's like, in my mind, if I hit you with the butt of a goddamn shotgun full swing, and all you do is swing your head... Gonna fucking knuckle up with you, dude. Hell no, I'm running. Yeah, I'm like, deuces, I'm out. I'm not you getting know? my skull crushed. Fuck that. So, like I said, Brady got killed. Thank Yo- God Brady got killed. Yeah. He fucking crushes Brady's goddamn <laughs> neck or whatever the fuck it is. I think he crushes his skull, man. At least he got time to spit his blood out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was hilarious, dude. He's like, that was a choice from the actor, man. I I'd have spit it. that bitch on his face. Fuck yeah, I was spitting his eyeball. Like, fuck you, Michael. Of course, how does Michael have eyeballs? Weren't they shot out in the last movie? Oh my God, I don't know. You know, like, his eyeballs were generating that fucking... Dude, in the first movie, he gets one of his eyes fucking poked out. In the second movie, both of his eyes get shot out. So I don't fucking know. Well... The power of Satan regenerates your eyes. I guess. So, Rachel and Jamie break out of the fucking window in the goddamn attic. Yeah. 
And to me, this is like one of the fucking funniest scenes. <laughs> when they fall down when, the fucking roof. <laughs> no, they're on the roof. And it has nothing to do with, like, them. It has the fact that when Michael finally gets on the roof, motherfucker looks like he's struggling. <laughs> yeah, like, he does, yeah. Like, yo, age is catching up he's to like, me. oh, fuck. This shit is real. Like, oh, shit. Like, he's not, like, just walking up the roof and shit like that. He's, like, climbing, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, God, I'm about to fucking fall off this bitch. <laughs> like, Michael's this old fucker. And then, you know, all the dumb shit that happens on the fucking roof. Like, oh, I'm going to tie this shit to you and lower you down and all this. We never saw Jamie break that fucking chain to climb down. No, we did not. We only saw Rachel fall off of the roof. Oh, she ate shit. (laughs) Yeah, she got fucked up. She ate bigger shit than Lori did in the first one on the staircase. Hell yeah. I mean, you fell off a goddamn roof of like a two-story fucking house. It's credit to the movie. It did knock her out. But now, credit. I want to know who built these goddamn gutters because I need <laughs> them to come over yeah. and install them on my house. Yeah, man. She was hanging for a minute, dude. Because if you hang on my gutters, you're probably falling off right now. And this is one of two times we see Michael use a fucking knife in this movie. But he missed her he on the gutters. missed every time. The bitch is standing still. You could have cut all her digits off. Like, <laughs> cut all your fingers off. But when she falls and then Jamie climbs down to like, be like, Rachel, wake up. Dude, she says something crazy. What did she say? She's like, she said, wake up, Rachel. Don't be dead. Don't be dead. <laughs> don't be dead. But Michael got off the roof pretty goddamn quick. Again, teleportation. No. Michael he, had to he, just fucking swan dive off that goddamn roof. Because he's like, guess what? I ain't going to die. He was standing there cool. perfectly fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's beside the house like, hello. Like, And then she bounces. But... Jamie runs down the road, screaming, help me, somebody help me, please. Nobody was like, everybody in them houses was like, man, go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck that. Like, obviously, the power went out, so everybody was like, fuck the outside (laughs) world. And Loomis shows up out of nowhere, like, yeah, man, what are you doing outside of this house? And that has the shittiest idea you could ever fucking have. Let's go to the school? Actually, no. That wasn't a shitty idea. That was a terrible idea. No. You want to know why I say it's not? Why? What happened when he opened the door? The alarm. Did you, he didn't know that shit. But guess what? I'm not saying it's a great idea. I'm kind of disagreeing He with gets you. fucked up immediately. <laughs> he gets fucking thrown through a window. But how did Michael... Or a door. Michael came out of a goddamn classroom. Teleportation, bro. You know, like... That's what I'm saying. The writing in this movie is so fucking bad that they couldn't even fucking put in. He's just in the school. I mean, I get. He didn't walk through the same door. This motherfucker is like in a classroom. But also, it took Loomis like four shots to shoot the lock off. You're a bad shot. No wonder Michael gets away all the time. Or kind of like when Jamie was cornered and shit like that. And Rachel sprayed Michael with a goddamn fire extinguisher. As if that would do anything. No. It's not going to freeze him, <laughs> asshole. Like, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? And it just stabbed motherfucker. This movie is falling apart scene to scene. But we're about to get to the fun shit. Because for some reason... The goddamn redneck show. Oh. Up. How dude. in the ever-living fuck... Hold on. We totally missed him killing the fucking random dude at the gazebo. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. I saw his face. <laughs> yeah. Michael's over here. Yeah. And they just, like, blasted his shit. Like, what they the unload fuck? on this motherfucker. This is way back. And it was 
drunk dude in the bus. Yeah, it was just some fucking drunk guy. They're like, you said it was Myers, you son of a bitch. And they're like, what? Well, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be unloading on a bush. How about that? This is all of your fault. It's not that one guy's fault. This is everybody's fault. How about you'll get a visual? Like, you see a tree fucking sway, and it's like, yeah. no, nah, fuck it, we're shooting this bitch. Think about it logically. Why would Myers just be in a bush? At a gazebo in the yeah. park. What the fuck? Of course, maybe teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of his stop-offs. Yeah, he has he to was like, stop at the bush. Show here, what's up? <laughs> I don't remember this scene in my town. What's up? It's new. Let's, let's have the, fun. Like, here's the thing. This is why, like, these filmmakers suck ass. What this should have been, that scene should have been one of the kids that was dressing up as Michael Myers. It should have been, but the way the scene was, they were like, however far down the road, and the guy's like, I saw his face. Like, no, you're shooting random people walking down the goddamn street. He's some drunk asshole. Like, hey, man, I got some fucking Teddy Grahams. You know? Let's go back to the fucking school when the rednecks show up. Yeah. Are we seriously supposed to believe that Michael Myers casually walked out of the fucking school and got underneath one of those trucks? That was my thought. How did he get under? No, it's not that he get under one of these trucks. There's only one truck. Yeah. How did he get under the truck? Because when they rolled up, there you go. He had to literally... If he got under that truck, run around everybody and get under it. And I don't think he could. The best thing. It's impossible. The best thing for them to do at that time, they had enough firepower to stop him. Sure. Just fucking kill him. Stay right there. But it didn't matter. And put a 360 perimeter around that truck. And that's it. Yeah. Their business. But they were like, "Ah, let's go. Let's go get out of town. It's like. Because at the very least, if you would have done that, at the very least, even though he can't be killed, you would at least put him down for a couple seconds, and that's enough time to get in the trunk and bounce. And when he went to sit up, you could all jump in the trunk and be like, yo, exactly. we're out. You bounce. Right when he goes down, you get in the truck and you leave. Yeah. Or, like I said, they could have shot him and be like, oh, we killed him. And then the first dumbass that would have went to check on it and got killed, hey, the rest of us are getting in this truck and leaving. <laughs> you know? However you want to do it. But regardless, this is nonsense. Oh, no. This ain't the last nonsense. Trust no. me. We're about to Not get even some close. Yeah, no. Because they leave the school, which they should have stayed there. And like I said, 360 perimeter around that truck. Shoulda, coulda, didn't. Yeah. Fuck them. They rolled on down. And then, oh, we got Rachel Carruthers and Jamie. We're heading out on this route or whatever, like down their little fucking CB radio. And then... The cops show up, and they're yeah. like, oh, there's the cavalry. It's four Stick. cop cars. <laughs> the fuck? This ain't the National Guard. And the last one stopped to tell them, oh, the sheriff station's blah, 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 this. After that, they move on. So Michael has been under this goddamn car magically for this long. Yep. And then when he climbs up, it's like the slowest shit ever. He climbs up with a knife. He's like, ugh, ugh. And here's my problem. In the tail of this truck, the fat guy was leaning against the tailgate, right? Uh-huh. And there were two guys on the fucking hood yep. or whatever. The first motherfucker he kills in the scene is on the fucking top of the truck. Yep. Like, Michael gets on this truck, fuck the fat guy, kills this guy standing up there. That's right. The second guy he kills is the fat dude. Yep. Like, this fat guy getting noticed, like, wow, there's a dude with a knife climbing up here. Everyone in this truck would have <laughs> noticed this happening. And it took... 
all three guys in the back of the truck for Earl to go. Oh, let me look at him rear view. Something's not right. You know, like, and nah, fucking dude. Earl gets his face ripped off. Yeah. And he got his neck ripped. You would have fucking realized this shit well before that. Like, what the fuck? Where, where did the dudes in the back go? I mean, I feel like these guys, when the first guy got tossed, everybody in the back of that truck would have been like, the other two would have been like, man, go fuck up. You would have heard him coming up yeah. the back. How did he hold on that long also, under this truck? I don't know how he got, like, how does that even work? How do you go from underneath a truck to the bed of the truck? Yeah, for, for like five miles. How? Michael's like, yeah. I mean, Is his legs just dragging on the fucking ground? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What are you holding on to? And then Whatever. he kills Earl. Earl's and dead. Rachel just like... Kicks him out of the truck. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck on, dude, you're dead. And drives. And then the way she's spinning that wheel left to right, she would have fucking tipped the dead truck. Sure. That, that truck would have flipped. All the she fucking- had to do was slam on the goddamn brakes. Well, he does, or she does eventually, but I mean, like, he's on top now of the cab. And he does the best scene of this whole movie. He's ripping her fucking shirt, fucking trying to grab her, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, the best scene of this movie is the face plant. Oh, my God. Goddamn windshield for no fucking reason, but it's flat as fuck. What the shit was that? It was great. And you know what? To this day, I've seen this movie, I don't know how much. I watched the movie today, and when he face planted that goddamn screen, I started laughing my ass off. Because that is like the funniest shit ever to me. Just, like, no reason, just I'm going to fucking face plant this bitch. Like, what, is he, what, did, what was he planning on doing? Like, what the fuck? What was the fucking plan here? It won't scare tactics. <laughs> no, I can tell you that because that he shit just, made me laugh my ass he off. Just had fucking butted the the windshield. Yeah, like what you gonna make her stop? <laughs> like, but yeah. the thing was like between she, the like him climbing up the house all slow as shit. When she actually slammed on brakes and he flew off the front, when yep. he stood up from the fucking shit, he was like slow as fuck. Like. Yeah. I'm too old for this shit. What the fuck? I'm about tired. Again, has shoulder pads on. Let's yeah. not forget that. Oh, the shoulder pads are real. And guess what? They were from TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> JCPenney shoulder pads. Oh, I got Apple. And when she hit him with that car, he stood there and took it like a goddamn champ. I know, man. Ripped but, to that mannequin, dude. Rest in like, peace, bro. He was like, all right, man, fuck it. Just hit me with this truck. I don't give a <laughs> shit. And then it goes from like a shot of a mannequin getting run over to like a shot of a stunt guy getting like flown through the air. But it also goes to the fact that she presses the goddamn gas pedal down and the truck stops. Yeah. Like, when did the gas pedal become the goddamn brake pedal? There's no telling, dude. And I think uh, like it's one of those things where like, like, oh, no one will notice. Mm. I mean, I, like I said, the end of this movie, it makes no sense. The end of this movie is bizarre. And which makes know. me think, the end of this movie makes me think that they had the fifth one planned. They had to have. Uh, which is crazy. Because it came out so fucking quick. Now, here's the thing. I don't think they had the whole thing planned, actually. I think they had some of it planned. Because... Well, we'll get to the actual ending of the movie, but so Michael get hit. He gets hit into 
What is this place? Is it a, a graveyard or something? It looks like a graveyard. With like a well? Yeah. I don't fucking like, know. I don't know I why mean, a graveyard needs a well, but whatever. They buried people around the fucking well. Fucking cops show up. It was the Johnson Family Memorial. <laughs> you fucking God rest their soul, pay respects. <laughs> don't bury a kid there. Come on now. Pet cemetery. Storm's coming. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> but it's like, like you said, did they plan the sequel, you know? I think some of, I think there are parts of five that were planned for sure. Since next week, we'll be doing Halloween five and we'll get into this. This movie ends with them just shooting Michael with shotguns and he falls in a well. That's it. And then they Whoa. all just pack that's, up and leave. That's not, yeah. So they just assume he's dead and they leave him because the well collapses in on itself. <laughs> so they go back to fucking Rachel's house. And all of a sudden, the, there's sh- fucking power I, in this again, house. Again, yeah. So there's power. Rachel's mom takes Jamie up for a fucking bath. And now here's the thing. This is a ballsy move for the filmmakers that I really appreciate. Making yeah. Jamie the new killer. That is ballsy to me. Now, I will tell you this. From your viewpoint to mine, like, you see shit in the filmmaker's viewpoint and shit. From me looking at it as somebody that goes, all right, I, I watch this movie to watch it. To me, it makes sense. Because you made it to where Jamie already had these fucking, like, visions of Michael all throughout the movie. But it was kind of like when she touched him, it was kind of like the shit was passed on. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like that idea is a good idea. Yeah. The fact that she stabs her foster mother or whatever is, I think that's a great ending to this movie and And, Loomis fucking freaking out or whatever. But I, I'm glad that it's good to bring Michael back, but it's kind of one of them things Great plan, bad execution. Yeah. But for entertainment value, it's good. It yeah. is what it is. It's entertaining. Yeah. I'll like, give it that for sure. I, I've watched this movie, I don't know how many times, and the the whole him headbutting the fucking windshield and get hit by the truck. I've watched that goddamn scene. I don't even know how many times. I've watched sure. that scene more than I have watched a movie. <laughs> sure. And people have gotten mad at me about it. But all right. Let's fucking, let's wrap this up. Um, all right, man. All right, so that was Halloween 4. Um, if you'd like to uh, recommend any movies or anything like that, please contact us at uh, trashferbrains at gmail.com. Please hit us up on uh, our Facebook page, which is just Trash for Brains at Facebook or whatever. Uh, give us a review. We would love that. Uh, anything else, Steve? I mean, I'm gay for anything. I would love any kind of insight, you know? Yeah, any, yeah, anything you guys want us to, any movies you want us to talk about or anything like that, please hit us up. Again, that's, we're on uh, Facebook and uh, you can hit us up on Gmail at, uh, again, trashferbrains at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Also, I don't know where you guys are listening to this, but we're available on Apple, Google, and Spotify right now. And Spreaker. And Spreaker. Give us a follow on Spreaker. That's right. You got to throw it in there. But all right, guys. We'll uh, see you next week. Y'all have a good one. Bye.